0: Hello everyone, you're listening to the lockinyoursuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast with Master Trading Performance Coach, John Lock, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. In this episode, episode number 5, we will be talking about a topic that we'll be covering in depth this month in our Trading Performance Membership. Now this topic is a challenge that is very common with traders and it's often directly related to things like overtrading undersizing positions, strategy hopping, and other irrational decision-making processes that are related to poor performance that many traders tend to do with their trading. If you haven't guessed what that challenge is, it is the challenge of dealing with fear and anxiety. Now, before we dive deeply into fear, I'd like to propose the idea that most of the time when traders say that they're experiencing fear, that they're not actually experiencing true fear. What they're actually experiencing is anxiety-based fear. And this is an important distinction because while many of the symptoms of real fear and anxiety-based fear are often very similar, the way we might train someone how to operate effectively through real fear is very different than how we might help someone to eliminate anxiety-based fear. So let's take a moment and talk about the difference between actual fear and anxiety-based fear. Real fear is going to happen when we are faced with a danger that, that is real, definite, and immediate. So, for example, if you're walking through the woods and a grizzly bear jumps out in front of you, standing on its back legs, growling at you, and drooling as if it's going to eat you, then in this case, there is certainly a clear and present danger that is real, definite, and immediate, and you're likely to be experiencing real fear. However, if you're just walking through the woods and you're thinking about a bear or some other animal actually jumping out and killing you and eating you, then you may have the same general feeling in the body. You may feel as if you're afraid, but what you're actually feeling in this case would be anxiety. So if we relate this to trading... Pretend you're someone who had a hundred thousand dollar net worth and you entered a position that you're willing to lose five hundred dollars on. So we're in this position, and say the market price of whatever you're trading is making a move against the position, and let's say that position is down a hundred bucks. Now, I think we'd all agree that being down a hundred dollars on a trade. When you have a $100,000 net worth, is not a clear nor an immediate danger. It's not going to threaten your life. It's not going to threaten your way of life. So there's really no fear going on here. However, let's say all of a sudden you begin to predict or imagine that the price is going to keep moving against you. And that you're going to lose the trade. And that if you lose this trade, that means you're a loser. And that you're never going to make it as a trader. And nobody's ever going to like you or respect you after that. And you're going to be ostracized. And you're going to be thrown out of your tribe. And you're going to be left to die in the streets. Or whatever. Right? You're making up this disastrous scenario. If you imagine a scenario like that, you would likely to begin to feel some unpleasant feelings in your body. And you may think this is fear. But it's not a real fear. It's clearly anxiety. Because you went into the trade willing to risk $500 you're now down $100, and even if you ended up losing the trade, and you even if you ended up losing a little bit more than $500, that's just a normal pot of trading. And a $500 or even a $1,000 loss is not going to drastically affect someone's life if their net worth is $100,000. Meaning that the current situation they're facing is not a definite clear nor immediate danger. So in this case, The fearful feelings that the person might be feeling are not warranted, but rather the result of what we call an overactive imagination pointed in the wrong direction. These feelings are anxiety based. However, on the other hand, if you're a person who had that same $100,000 net worth and you entered a trade and you're willing to lose $500 on the trade that you entered, And a series of circumstances happened and you were literally down $60,000. Then that is a real circumstance that is happening. And if you have $100,000 net worth and you're down $60,000 on a trade, that certainly is going to affect your lifestyle. And at that point, you would be very likely experiencing a genuine, real fear. And that would be quite normal, I would think, for most people. Now, theoretically... If we're trading and we decide in advance that we're willing to risk a responsible amount of money on a trade for the chance at making a certain amount of money and we understand our risks and we exit the position when we're supposed to, as we all should if we're good traders, then if that's the case, it would be extremely rare, if not impossible, for any of us to experience any real genuine fear as it relates to the trade. Now, we certainly might experience a moderate positive or negative feeling or emotion like satisfaction or disappointment if we win or lose the trade. We might perhaps feel some excitement or frustration, but we almost will never experience real actual fear because that trade is never going to present some real immediate and present danger to your lifestyle or to your life. Meaning in most cases, when a responsible trader gets all worked up over trading, it's most likely going to be anxiety-based. In other words, it's not a clear and present danger, it's not an immediate threat to your life, but rather the result of a story you're telling yourself about some imagined meaning that you're applying to not winning this particular trade. So when I coach people on dealing with fear, the question I need to answer is, Is this person putting himself in a situation where he he is likely facing real, genuine fear, or is it simply an overactive imagination? I mean, look, if you've got a relatively small net worth, and you have a family to support, and you're planning on quitting your job and putting on $50,000 trades, and you're putting yourself in a very high-risk situation, if that's the case, you're putting yourself in a very high-risk situation, and you should have some serious concerns around what you're doing. And that's naturally going to result in some anxiety because you will be dealing with a real fear situation at some point if that's the way you're trading. This is a completely different situation than someone with, say, a $5 million net worth trading $50,000 trades. I mean, if this guy's anxious, it's only because he's got some other unresolved issues going on in the background that are going to be detrimental to being a good trader and These issues are very likely going to worsen as he increases position size, right? In other words, he's not going to make it as a trader, and he's not going to make it because of an overactive imagination or an anxiety-based fear, in which case we're going to treat this differently. In other words, we have two very different situations, and they have two very different types of solutions. Now, in the first case, where I'm dealing with the guy that's taking on a very large amount of risk for his net worth, how do we deal with it? Well, it really depends on the person. You know, there are rare cases when I'll come across a trader who's in a situation where he wants to risk it all, risk it all for a chance of success, someone who acknowledges the consequences and the risks of trading, he accepts them and he decides to do it anyway, something that most people might consider completely irresponsible. However, this may be appropriate for this person. I mean, I can relate to this because that's what I did in the beginning. Uh, And I had several different businesses, too, where we risked pretty much everything we had at a shot at success. We were willing to do that. So if the trader is educated and he understands his risk and he knows he's risking it all and he wants to do it and he he knows he's going to be facing real, actual fear and he wants to maximize performance in very high-risk situations because he's purposely doing that, if that's the case, then as long as he's, uh, he understands everything, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to give him the best shot at making it. So although the fear in this case may be appropriate, it's still not going to be beneficial to his trading. It's not going to be beneficial if the trader goes into fly, fight or flight mode every time a little bit of fear comes up, and he will be experiencing real fear. So in that case, we might look at something called adrenaline response training. And this is where I train people to perform optimally in very high-risk situations in where there is genuine fear going on. And we want to do this because we want to give them the best chance of success. We don't want them freezing up when, or, or panicking out of uh, positions when things get a little rocky. And I will do this with people, but it's very intense training, and it's not for most people. right? Most people are going to tend to avoid actually taking on this kind of risk if they understand they're taking it. So it wouldn't be appropriate for most people. In the vast majority of cases, in a situation where a trader is just simply trading too large for his, his risk tolerance or, or for what might be responsible for his net worth level, I would encourage that trader to bring his trading size way down to a responsible level and then find an alternative way to make the money he needs. Until the point in time, he can build up his account enough where it's more responsible to make that career shift into trading where it's not so risky to his way of life. Okay? So, for example, perhaps um, you, know, you could get a part-time job for now, you could small, trade, trade with a small account and create a track record with a small amount of capital. And the good thing about doing this right, is once you create a small uh, track record for a couple of years, even with a small amount of capital, people become interested if it's a good track record. And at that point, you can do things like create a little hedge fund. You can use other people's money. And trade with a larger account that way, start a hedge fund, or perhaps you could work for a prop desk. Again, if you have a good track record, you can usually get into a prop desk type type of situation or something like that, and you can create your income that way. So there's just so many examples if you're uh, open to doing it the right way and staying appropriately sized. There's so many examples where we can get people out into full-time trading if that's what they choose to do. Uh, In any event, by uh, trading at an appropriate size and having an alternative source of income, this is going to relieve any actual fear a trader might face. Because at that point, a loss, it's no longer going to be threatening to your lifestyle, right? That said, just because we've eliminated that clear and present danger, and we've eliminated the genuine fear somebody might experience, this doesn't mean it's going to relieve anxiety. Because anxiety is created in the imagination, meaning a person is capable of creating anxiety at any time and for any reason. Because anxiety in trading is generally created by a combination of applying imagined disastrous meanings to potential loss scenarios, such as uh, you know uh, turning a, a, a minor financial loss and making that mean that you're a complete failure. It can also be created by having hopes and dreams and aspirations that may be a little unrealistic for you right now, right? Where you're desperately seeking evidence that you're going to do something wrong or desperately seeking evidence you're going to do something right. And therefore, you're using short-term results as an indicator whether or not you're on the right path, right? You're using luck-driven results for the short term to make that mean that you're losing or winning, which certainly isn't the case. Or you're doing something else, perhaps, that takes the focus off doing the right things required for long-term success in the market, and you're putting them on some sort of short-term result. You know, I'd say one of the most common causes of anxiety in trading, in fact, is uh, being overly concerned about short-term results or attaching inappropriate meaning to short-term results. Whenever we do this, it is going to promote anxiety-based fears, which in turn will negatively affect our trading performance over the long term. In other words, it works against what we're actually trying to do. And I believe that simply understanding this, this concept, is really the first step in resolving it. So now that we understand this, I'm going to let you sit with that thought for now. And then later on in our next episode, we're going to be diving deeply into anxiety-based fear and how to overcome that fear as a trader thank you and I look forward to seeing you on the next trading performance podcast where you get the lessons you'll need to take your trading to the next level We'll see you there hey if you enjoyed listening to this podcast you have to check out my trading performance membership where we take all this material to the next level we study it and we apply it to bring our trading performance to peak levels Simply go to tradingperformancepodcast.com that's one word trading performance podcast. to receive information on how you too can become involved and improve your trading. I look forward to seeing you there.